0: Well, I'm with my friend, Nate Wilkerson here, missionary in West Africa. God's using him. I'm very thankful. Nate, you just finished a couple years in um, in Burkina, and now you are headed, remind me, to Benin. Benin. All right. Um, and as you go to Benin, it's going to be a brand new country. Um, it's going to be everything new. Uh, there's not as many a missionary team that's there. So you're going to find out new different things. But let me back up a little bit, back card up to Burkina. And though that you had a team there and other people there, you went through different stages of culture shock. So we're going to talk just for a few minutes. Um, you've mentioned some to me, so maybe you could, first of all, before we get into what things you did to help you in those moments, and by the way, um, culture shock, I'm sure all my friends that are listening to this, uh, you could be 10 years in and you still have like, what in the world this is, why would they do it like that? You know, so it's not something that goes away immediately. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, You're out of what is normal, the way you grew up, the things that you think is best, the way you've seen done. So what are some of those things that you dealt with uh, culturally or your wife that were very different and frustrated you or, you know, really caught your attention?
1: Yeah. I mean, when we first got there, we couldn't speak the language, so we couldn't understand anything anymore. <laughs> That's <saying>. one. <laughs> and usually if people don't understand you or if you don't understand them, they like stop talking. But in Burkina, they just kept talking. They would go on and on. <laughs> and you're like, I don't understand anything you're saying. And so, uh, But they're very, uh, people People are very important. Relationships are extremely important. there, more than stuff. And kind of opposite from American culture, we kind of, Uh, uh, prioritize things more than people but there it's like People and relationships are everything, and so that was part of the culture that we loved, that we really enjoyed, but because of that, you you get people just randomly showing up at your house <laughs> unannounced, and that's like, uh, it's an honor for you that they would do that because they use their gas, and they spent their time that they could be working to, to get a dollar so they can eat. They, they sacrificed and gave you that time to show up at your house, and then but you're just, as an American in our American culture, you're obliged, you got to go get them water, and it's polite if you can give them food, and you got to sit there and talk with them for as long as they want to be there which can be several hours and so you have different things that are completely unannounced you're like I got language school I got things I got to do there's a program and but then people just show up at your house and then I remember I was out on evangelism one time with some guys and uh uh, this one guy he just grabs my hand just interlocks my with my fingers and my knee-jerk reaction is to like pull away because it's like that's it just feels weird it's just uncomfortable but um it's a it's a big deal that he would do that because it's his way of showing you're my friend, and you're one of us, and you're accepted, and um, and so we just w- held hands and walked and shared the gospel, and he just acted like it was completely normal, and so it's one of those things that you initially feel like this is like, you understand this is culture shock, this is weird, this, is, this feels different, but it's one of those things that's like, this is what they do here, this is what people do, and then people serve you fried uh, termites, and you're like, man, this uh, looks kind of like I don't want to do this, but this is what they're doing, and they're eating toe with their hands and licking with their fingers, and then they're shaking your hand and just different things, and don't touch with the left hand, and there's a whole lot of different things with culture that's just uh, that's different, but it's something that you fall in love with that you learn to adapt to, and you learn to love um, even more than the culture that you're raised in.
0: Yeah, so culture is not a matter of right or wrong. It's different. You know, different than what you grew up in or you saw or you that you enjoy or whatever. Uh, so you you faced a whole lot of those. Um, now, how did you get over those so that you could share the gospel? Because in other words, if somebody came to your door, you said unannounced, which does seem like, what in the... Come on, man. I'm studying. I'm doing something. I'm with the kids. But um, when it did happen, you kind of went with the flow because if you didn't, you'd probably... Put up a big old wall where you couldn't share the gospel. Yes. So how did you get through that without being frustrated as all get out? You know, like, how, how did you f- flow with that?
1: Yes, you have to be very good with the flow and extremely flexible because, mm-hmm. especially in Africa, to get angry, to show anger or to be um, non-welcoming is, is like one of the big sins. That's like, like, you don't do that. Um, so you have to be extremely hospitable. You have to be. Smiley, you ha- even if you're inside, you're like I don't know why you're here. You're <laughs> annoying. You just you have to just push through and just ask the Lord. And many times, just in in the moment, you're just asking the Lord, Lord, please give me strength, give me patience for this person because sometimes it's just people that are there that are asking you for money for different things, or they're just they just want to talk, or they just want to hang out, or they just want uh, you know grape juice, or they want they want some from American food or something, and so they're they're just there giving you their time, and so you just have to learn to ask the Lord for patients ask him to help you through those different times, and then um, before and afterwards, just talk to to your wife, and just realize, hey, I know this is what we're supposed to do. But if there's an unannounced uh, things happen like this, we will we'll find another time to to even if we have to go and just get get our family. And we went to a hotel room one time and just just spend a night there. You have to sometimes you just have to to leave and just get away and um, and just spend time with your family because that's important as well. But the the culture shock when when stuff happens unexpectedly, you have to be go with the flow. You have to be flexible and realize. You're you're in their culture, and so they don't need to adapt to who you are as sure. an American. You adapt to who they are and become That's one good. of them in whatever yeah. way is possible.
0: Yeah, no, I've seen pictures of uh, of your wife carrying your babies, uh, you know, on the back, just as as would be customary there. And, and several of the the missionaries over there do such a great job with that. But I would imagine there's some things that they, you know, is kind of anti, like I do not want to do this. So how did you help your wife through that when it was like, no, I can do this, but you know, uh, if I go to their house, I don't want to eat with my my fingers. I'm gonna, you know, take a fork. Like, how did you help your wife? Like, uh, nope, we're gonna do what they did.
1: Yeah, um, the the missionary wife there, Miss Charity, she helped my wife in a lot of ways. Um, just to ahead of time, just prepare her, do what people do, and we were taught and trained at Vision here um, at the training center at different different times. Adapt to who they are, do what they do, love who they are, love what they do, and so we we got clothes made that look like them, and we they put their baby on the back, so Emily put her baby on the back, <laughs> and uh, we we tried to fit in as many ways as possible,
0: yeah, amen. Um,
1: And to love it, it shows it shows them that, that we're accepting. We don't want to yeah. be standoffish, like oh you guys are weird. I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you eat with your hands, we just we we did what they did because they're yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ, yeah, right. um, And they they're equal with us, and it's not like we're we're no better than them. We do exactly what they do, even if it's weird, even if it's different, and we respect their culture, and I just uh, encourage Emily, we, we're here, we're here um, in their country learning their language and their culture, and we need to adapt in every way possible, uh, of course without without sin, but in every way possible, adapt to their culture.
0: Yeah, okay, so uh, I'm thinking of the passage, I want to say it's 1 Corinthians 9, don't have it in front of me, but um, where Paul becomes all things, all men, that he may win some. And so uh, to those that are under the law is under the law. To those that without the law, to those, you know, Jew, Jew, the Greek, the Greek. uh, Not meaning he crossed a sinful line. Nevertheless, you know, like to the Jew, he wasn't going to eat that shrimp or that bacon, but to the Greek he was going to, and Paul probably said, fist bump, baby, let's eat more bacon, you know? And so he became that, but the goal was to win some. And uh, so I'm sure you remind yourself, what are some ways that you know that would really offend the Burkina Bay? Or when you get to Benin, which are going to be some, maybe some of the same things, maybe some new, what are some things that you know if you were to do, they would close the doors or the wall would go up and they would not hear you preach the gospel to them.
1: Yeah, so we invited several Muslim families to our house, and uh, one thing that would extremely offend people is if you serve them pork or if you serve them any kind of uh, you know shrimp or anything like that. And so that's sure. one thing, one reason we invited a lot of Muslim families to our house, and a lot of them did not want to come. And I found out later that because they hear rumors that Christians will put all these different things in there, and or if while you're sharing, uh, while you're friends with a Muslim person, saying anything negative about Muhammad or saying sure. any, bringing up topics that are. extremely extremely like something that you know they would take offense to. Yeah. Um, sharing the gospel, we we share the gospel because whether the gospel is offensive to them or not, it's the truth and we try to do that in a very loving way in a very, uh, after we have a friendship and sometimes it's just if we meet people the first time but it, it helps if you have a friendship with them and Ali was a Muslim guy, he was one of our language school teachers and we shared the gospel with him and, and he just told me just recently that he's made the decision to follow Christ. Praise and the so Lord, Amen. It takes time because it would, I mean it, their whole life is being changed completely if they decide to make this Put their faith and sure. trust in Christ alone, but have to um, just just be careful not to. You know, once I'm handing somebody money with my left hand and they didn't take it and they looked at me and they were really offended. And there's different, just little things that sure. you just have to learn uh, after you after you do it, you learn, okay, that was, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. And uh, uh, they don't like s- s- uh, when you spank your kids. Uh, that was the one thing that was difficult because our kids, you know, they're disobeying uh, blatant disobedience, but they think if your kid's young and, and they're white, don't spank them. You know, they're they're different. <laughs> but then you'll watch them and they'll just whack the, their kid in the back <laughs> of the head, knock their kid out, and it's like, what in the world? I don't understand what's going on. And so that was one thing I just had to tell with them. I was like, we, just, we, we need to do this. We need to discipline our kids in a loving way. And even if they, you know, people would scold us, I can't believe you would do that. We've got to teach our children. And so there's some things with the culture that you just adapt to, and there's other things that you just have to do what God's Word to clearly teaches even if it goes against their culture yeah
0: okay so nate um you deal with um uh, islam and uh voodoo um i think uh what is what else is there catholicism Catholicism. okay animism Mm um i'm sure okay a lot of different things so how do you right so how do you still preach boldly and sometimes maybe in an offensive manner because that you know the Lord is a stumbling block. So, um, so how do you preach? And you know, like I'm not going to offend here, but here I need to offend because I need to share the gospel, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Where is there a balance there? How, how do you do yeah, that? Depending the best? on
1: who I meet and what they believe, um, you ask them their name, and that tells you many times who, uh, what religion they are. Okay, uh, their name is Ali or Muhammad or sure. uh, uh, whatever. Uh, um, Dauda, you know they're Muslim. Uh, no way you know that if they have names like that you know that they're Muslim, they come from a Muslim background and so I typically love to take Muslims to the book of Hebrews chapter 9 and 10 and show them how it was prophesied many years before that Jesus would come, how he would come, that he would be the sacrifice because they still commit sacrifices and show them that the blood of bulls and goats can no longer take away sins and so the majority of Muslims have never seen uh, never seen the Bible, never read the Bible and they don't even know how to read at all probably and if they do they don't know how to read the Quran, they don't know how to understand Understand the Quran, and so they've never read that verse before. They never yeah. read the Bible, and so if you can show them from the Bible, they have great respect for the Bible and they believe it. And uh, with the Catholics, they there's one guy I talked to, wide open and very understanding, very listened very well. But he thought the Catholic Church was the only thing that saved, and and the Pope and Mary and all these different things that you had to do. And we just I clearly showed him from the Bible, for by grace we saved through faith, and not of ourselves. It's the gift of God, and not of works, lest any man should boast. And when he saw that in the Bible, he's like, I can't argue with that. That's yeah. just that's right there. It's clearly in the Word of God. And then for animistic and voodoo uh, people that are involved in voodoo and animism, same thing. When you show them the Word of God, there's a tremendous a great respect for God's Word that when they see God's Word they can't they can't argue with it. it the Holy Spirit can use and it does he uses his word to penetrate their heart and they can't they can't argue
0: now a lot of people um, if I remember right a lot of people in that area would be illiterate they can't read mm-hmm. so what do you do I mean you're not going to open the Bible and say read this what do you do if someone's illiterate
1: um, I will just tell them I'll tell them the truth of God's Word and then there's a, an app uh, called the story that I will get their whatsapp I'll get their whatsapp and I'll send that to him that just is uh, people speaking in French, and it ex- clearly explains through pictures the the gospel of Jesus Christ, Amen. so that they can see that and they can hear uh, the gospel that way. And then, if they're interested in learning more, then I'll then they can contact me, and then we'll meet up for a Bible study, and Amen. and uh, and then we'll get them plugged into it. If they're really serious, get them plugged into a, a school or some way that they, we can teach them how to read, so they can read the Bible.
0: Amen. Okay, so uh, Nate, we need to close this segment down. Uh, give me your top three, or maybe a list of to get over culture shock so that you can boldly preach the gospel so that you could feel comfortable living there so you can enjoy life, whatever it may be. Give us maybe um, a handful of ways that are the best ways to get through the culture shock so that you can succeed and keep moving forward.
1: The biggest thing I think of when it comes to overcoming culture shock is forget about yourself. Don't think about you. Don't think about your comforts, don't think about what's easy for you, what you want to do, right. think about others. Just That's like good. the Bible says in uh, in Philippians chapter two, let not this mind let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, no. and think not every man his own things, but every man also the things of others. No. If you're thinking about them and what how can I how can I show love to them? How can I feel accepted by them? How can I show them that I care about them, that I see them, asking them questions and thinking about them. Because if we think about ourselves, then we're gonna we're gonna sure. refuse their culture. But if we sure. think about them, we'll learn to adapt. And look at Jesus our example. Stay in God's word. Yeah. Let God's word get into us and read what Jesus did. Study through the gospels. What did Jesus do? How did he respond uh, to criticism? How did he respond to different things in life? And that will help us to realize um, how we can adapt to the culture and how we can uh, be lights for Jesus Christ and be effective uh, with sharing the gospel.
0: Yeah. Our own pride and um, egoistic view or inflated view of ourselves that gets us in a lot of problems And uh, so I appreciate that. That's a great reminder. And uh, you and your wife are great examples and reminders of your love and your zeal for Jesus. And uh, I appreciate that very much. God bless you, Nate. Appreciate you very much being with us today. Thank
1: you. I appreciate it.